This is Black Girls in Bloom podcast. This is a safe space for us to express our unbiased thoughts, experiences, and understandings of our journey. Our hope is that at the very least you're entertained. We really want this space to bring you comfort, allow you to relate, and bloom with us. So settle in and let's get started, babe. Hey babes, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls in Bloom podcast. We're your hosts, Chris and China. What's up, girl? Nothing much. Night, well, day. The road, girl. On my little trip, Jack. And don't you come back no more. Well, I want you to come back, but hit the road, Jack. (laughs) How you feeling? You feeling excited? Feeling excited, but you know, like it's a massive to do list. So I'm trying to work my way through my to do list. And yeah, but my nails are done, my feet are done, my hair is done. I gotta go get my eyebrows threaded. Um when Greg gets his hair cut. So, you know, I'm working my way through. I gotta go pick up a little birthday gift for my son girlfriend. <laughs> Wait, what? You heard me. <laughs> So let me tell you a little story. So Brayden had this quote unquote girlfriend in kindergarten, right? Um, and I was like, Brayden, like, how is she your girlfriend? And he was like, Oh, because she asked me to be your boyfriend. This is sad. I'm like, oh. So like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> they he goes to a fast forward, he goes to a different school. And you know, every now and then his dad would be like, oh, Brayden, like, you know, you and Ashley broke up since you guys don't go to the same school. He's like, no, she's still my girlfriend. This right? And Greg was like, y'all couldn't still go together, Papa. You haven't seen her, talked to her, colored with her, nothing. <laughs> so um, fast forward to the third day of second grade, I get a, te- a call from the girl's mom. She's like, hey, Miss China, you know, this is so-and-so's mom um i was calling because i want to get the kids together at the ball last time on getting together i'm like okay cool brain fast forward brain get the car he's like mom guess who's in my class hey that's fake <laughs> right so this is meant to be like what kind of crazy story is this but you know he ends up going to a completely different school they spend a year apart and then boom she winds up at the same the same classroom it's crazy so yeah, she's a Virgo. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> her really? birthday was right. Her birthday was Tuesday. She's like right on the cusp. Her birthday was Tuesday, and um, they're going bold. So I was, she asked me if he could go. I'm like, you know, we're gonna be out of town, but if you guys are willing to p- pick him up and drop him off, you know, keep going. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get home girl a birthday gift she can know how special she is. See, Brayden said it. He said that she was still his girlfriend, even though see no. y'all tried to tell him something different. Look at him. He said, no, I got this. <laughs> I know she still wanna play it, don't worry about it. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> oh, that is too funny and cute. Oh, I love oh, it. Is that your highlight of the week? 
leave it at that. That is my highlight of the week. My little son got a little girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> and she's a Virgo. They always say that guys like women like their mom. Well, um, she's assertive since she didn't want to ask <laughs> asking him out. She knows what she won't, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let me see. What's my highlight of the week? Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is a tough one. Oh, this is like really small, but I, um, no, that's okay. I got something. Um, I am looking to sign up for swimming classes for lesson in the fall. Uh, I've been doing my research on like different places or whatever. I found a really good company and they do um, like evening classes for adults, but all of the classes are full. But they did tell me if something, if something, like if somebody cancels a class or whatever, then I would be able to take their spot. So um, oh, I'm hoping that somebody cancels. You. Thank you. It's like you. I. <laughs> thank you. I know how to swim, but not good enough where I'm just gonna let me just jump in the pool. I got this. No, wait, wait. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, so I don't know. I'm excited. I feel like I've been in a, a real bad funk, and I'm like, okay. We're not going to do that. So, yeah, I'm excited. I hope that somebody cancels. And I've already decided that even if I can't necessarily go to, like, that company or whatever, I have Mm -hmm. um, a number two option. Uh, Classes don't start until, like, end of September, so that gives me enough time. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. I love that. that. Because I was saying the same thing to Greg. Like, um, I would like to be able to jump in the ocean if I wanted to. I don't want to, but you know, I want that option. (laughs) And (laughs) I was, uh, I could swim. Like, I took lessons as a kid, so I know how to like help my child if they were in need. But will I just like, (laughs) I'm going for a swim? Hell no. So, you and maybe I'll follow in your footsteps and take lessons too. Thank you, babe. It's fall, it's all about getting stuff done. But I'll express more on that later. (laughs) So, did you want to introduce today's topic? Yes, I do. So, tonight we're going to talk about, or the question of the night is, do you believe that Black Americans have culture? Or, you know, do we lack culture? So, for example, like if you see like Belizeans always rolling around with their Belizean flag in their <laughs> in their windshield, or you know something that is like this is my culture, this is what I'm repping, and I just feel like as a Black American, we don't really have anything that's like that represents a culture. We're just a people living in a country, if you if you will. What do you think no, about I get what that? You're um, I. I feel like we do have culture. Uh, I think that we've, because because so much was ripped away from us, I think we've had to create one. Um, And I think that although, you know, like so much was taken from us, we still managed to hold on to our roots and just the core of who we are. Now, I'll be honest, do I get like, sad when I see 
you know, like people say, oh, I'm Nigerian. And, you know, they can speak in like the native tongue or anybody else. And they can speak in like a native tongue that's not English. Do I wish that we had that? Yes. Uh, because like you said, we wouldn't necessarily have a flag where we're going to rip the American flag. What I'm, you know, I'm going to draw a flag for Chicago and say I'm Chicagoan, you know, like that kind of, that kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm, it's like 50, 50 for me. I, I do feel like we have one, but then it's like when we get, really get into like the roots, I don't think we have that. Some of us, so, let's say that. So what things do you consider? of our culture because you know when you look at cultures from like people in Nigeria they have certain things like they have a food that signifies their culture they have their language of course a flag they have uh certain traditions that have been passed down that the country is aware of like you know what I mean or the whole nation or whatever is aware of that signifies that you're Nigerian or you know what do you feel like those are those things are for us I would say soul food um I don't truly feel like it, it, it it's the healthiest but I do think that that's something that black Americans have um as far as like the native tongue we don't we don't have like a um we I wouldn't necessarily call it like a a, a language but I do think the way that black Americans speak to each other we're able to we're able to to connect with each other in a different manner. Um, as far as like different traditions that we have, I think honestly, I think there's a lot of them. Just the way that somehow, some way, we were all raised the same, or like that one pot that every black household had, or just different sayings that every black mama has said. You got some McDonald's money. You get what I'm saying? Like some some kind of way, we're still connected is it does it look like um you know like does it look like somebody somebody else's culture from another country no but I do think that we've made it our own so I disagree when it comes to soul food and and not to say that well I kind of have a different outlook on the whole soul food thing because Mm -hmm. the way it was created was you know them giving us scraps from the house you know what I mean like the white culture basically handed us this because the slave like masters slots. gave us the scraps yeah and we just do mm-hmm. what we do as black people and make magic out of things you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I don't know I, I don't I can't really I don't want to in my mind say that's my, my culture because we did we made you know magic out of scraps you know, because I feel like it further signaling and just making and making the best that we can. That whole superwoman's mentality thing, you know. Mm-hmm. One thing that I will say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to say. Okay, so I've heard a lot of people say like, "Oh, I'm not African." This 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 is where the problem lies for me. They'll be like, "Oh, I'm not African." So what are you, Chicagoan? Like, what you, <laughs> Los Angelian? Like, what you, Californian? <laughs> like, it, it really bothers me because I think that we've just been so conditioned to think that we don't, you know, we don't come from Africa. Like, it's just, yeah, it doesn't look like that. But the core of who you are, that's where your ancestors came from, babe. 
they didn't come from fucking Chicago. And yeah, they probably did up until a certain point. But before all of that, where did they come from? So I think that that's also probably why we, why like the culture thing is a, a mm, it's kind of like, like, like undefined. Yeah. It's undefined. Because we don't I have anything like to connect it to. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying like, I feel like black Americans lack defined culture like you know what I mean like there's nothing that we can stand up and say well I'm proud to be black because this 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 and that you know what I mean of course we make up or we decide what makes us proud as people individually but as like collectively we don't can't say certain things like you know what I mean or for example you know have you ever heard of how the African parties rock like everybody like you gotta go to an African party at least once in your life or African wedding or you know what I mean because Mm -hmm. it's just an it's a whole experience you know what I mean and we don't have nothing to say like about what's a whole experience I mean yeah the cookout slap but you know (laughs) it's nothing about them that makes them truly special besides us being special as individuals you know what I mean there's nothing that we can stand on I feel like as a people and that's just me. This is my personal opinion, y'all. Don't cancel me. But I don't feel like Black Americans have a defined culture to stand on. So do you think that it's always been that way? Or do you think it gets worse as the generations? Oh, I definitely uh, feel like it continuously gets worse as we keep um, pushing the culture forward. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, people will say, well, rap music is our culture and all this kind of stuff and that's great and I feel like we did music in general we've definitely cultivated um and defined music but could we say that that American culture like could could we stand on that do you think like would that (laughs) could that help define us is that where we've evolved music as a whole Mm. Okay, so I think where I think where the problem lies is because Black American culture, a lot of what we have, it stems from uh, slavery, you know, and mm-hmm. it stems from so much of who we were was, like I said, was like ripped away from us. So it's like basically we had to create our own thing. So I understand what you're saying. A lot of the things that we do have, it, it do stem from like heartache and we got to be resilient. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to go. You don't have anything else. Well, I'm not going to say you don't have anything else, but just tangible stuff, it, it's not there. Uh, but I don't, as far as like with the music, I feel like it depends on the kind of music. I don't think the culture is in pound town. I don't. Um, <laughs> Hell no, it's not in pound town. We are not going to be around, okay? But if you look at music as a whole, like even back in the day, the things, the songs that they stole from us, all that kind of stuff we have, and maybe this could help define Black American culture, but we've had our hands in every, almost every genre of music you can think of. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is something to be proud of. And maybe that can help define who we are as a culture. Because 
if you look back at like Elvis style stolen from a black person, I'm pretty sure class you can trace back classical music to a black person. Black person, yep. Yeah, so it's just like, but are they black American? I guess that's where we. That's what I need to actually research because. I don't know. I just want to be proud of something. I, I can't lie. I've always been like envious of like Jamaicans and Belizeans and all that stuff that are in America and that rep their culture and have a flag to put up in their damn windshield. <laughs> you really want this flag? Yeah, like I just want a flag. <laughs> That's not an American flag. <laughs> but you know, like or like when I was in college you know, those people gathered together and they found, like, things that they can commune with and, like, you know, relate to of having something that's shared among your people. And I don't feel like, you know, aside from, you know, I don't know. I just don't feel like we have it. I, and, and maybe I need to, This maybe this is a project for me. I just feel like there's something missing because I can't trace back my ancestry to something, to a flag, to a land, or anything like that. Like, my name has is, is Nigerian, right? But I'm not Nigerian. Mm-hmm. Would have loved to, you know, when the Igbo people saw me, I work to them in Igbo and their language. And, you know, they get so excited when they saw my name tag. <laughs> I'd be like, here we go. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, your name. I'm like, yeah, it's, it, you know, yeah, I know it's Nigerian. Oh, you know, from the evil tribe. Yeah, I know it's from the evil tribe. Are you? No. <laughs> I'm American. But do we know that, though? We don't know that, but I'm not willing to take a DNA test, like the ancestry. Me either. DNA. If I found like a <laughs> private company where I knew, knew what they were going to do with my DNA after, you know what I mean, <laughs> giving it to them, I might take it, but. Call me a skeptic. I'm not just where what the fuck are you doing with this after you trace it back? And how do I know that you're like this is real? Yeah, so (laughs) I guess we'll never know. (laughs) It's funny because I was listening to a podcast and one of the um one of the hosts she did like the ancestry DNA test and they told her that she was um she was like 15% 15% Nigerian and the other host was like you not no fucking Nigerian they told you that because they saw it on your Instagram that you was making Jollof rice like they lied we don't know <laughs> because they like something they would do but uh, yeah I'm I'm me personally I'm not comfortable with getting the, the ancestry DNA test I'll pass um <laughs> no, no thanks um but I I do I do hope to one day go to Africa. Oh, me too. And me too. I'm trying to do it before 35. So I got five years to, to get my life together. And I want to, I don't know, I just really want to experience it in its rawest form. And yeah, because yeah, I, I had this one lady. Um, she, <laughs> she asked me, was I like um, Ethiopian? Mm-hmm. And I guess because my, my nose is slimmer than some other black people and just different features. And I was just like, no, I'm from Chicago. That's it, girl. But then I, I realized, too, that I have to stop saying, like, that's it. Like, that's not good enough. Yeah. Because, like you said, every everything that has happened in America has happened from black Americans. America was built on the backs of our ancestors 
that made this shit go round. Every song, every every invention that has happened in this country has come from a black person. And even if the history books do not say that, you can bet your last damn dollar, you can trace it back and a black person created it. But they just, of course, going to get the title and the recognition. Exactly. So, um, and as far as like going back to music with the whole Elvis thing, it was a black woman, um, a black American woman that had the whole sound and everything that Elvis ripped away from her. You know what? See, talking about this, do y'all remember just off topic a little bit? A few episodes ago, I said that I was probably going to stick my foot in the other pool. I'm not. I'm not. I lied. Um, <laughs> Fuck that, huh? <laughs> no, seriously. Just having this conversation right now, it would really make you want to whoop one of their asses. Like, just this is for my ancestors, bitch. And yeah, so no, I'm I'm good on that. No, you know, if that's what you like, love it. I'm happy for you. Um, but I lied. I'm I'm not going to the other side. That's funny. Um, <laughs> let me backtrack a little bit about visiting Africa. So, I saw this list of like places to visit, like must have must place like places that are a must to visit in Africa and it was like I'm like oh we need to be able to spend like a whole month in Africa and Greg was like a month I said yeah we need to be able to spend a whole entire month so we can go to all these places and get the different experiences and the culture and all this kind of stuff and you know I think that's what I want to do for my 40th birthday spend it in Africa you should furthermore my my husband's uncle is going to Egypt in October. I cannot wait to hear about the trip and to see all the great stuff. I heard Egypt is, is a pretty interesting place. And okay, this is totally off topic. But is Paris on your like must travel list? Perhaps. No. You know what? It was never on mine, but after um but after seeing this TikTok about how impo- not impoverished, but ghetto it was, <laughs> and how food the food was trash, it's definitely not on my list. And like the central location of the Eiffel Tower, like what looks around, it's like graffiti all around like the area. And it's just like they portray this place to be so pretty, like and have so much culture, but it's really trash. So if y'all didn't know that, take that off your list. You don't need to. Bring it. <laughs> all right, back to me. Oh, go ahead. No, I just want to say it's crazy because I've heard so many wonderful stories about visiting Africa and just when Black Americans go out, they say like, welcome, welcome home. And the the images that we were brought up seeing with the, the, um, the kids on the commercials that were really hungry mm-hmm. and Africa is always poor and it's infected with HIV and AIDS and you don't want to go there. It's horrible. But then when they show places like the Eiffel Tower, like you said, everybody got their berets on and they look so clean and crisp and it just looks like such a beautiful place to go. And then what you just saying that I, I don't want to go to that shit. Stop. No, thank you. The media no, will you. have you fucked up. Like, <laughs> Every time. <laughs> they will just have you all the way fucked up. And it's that's why that's one thing I want to do is travel as much as possible so I can see the world for myself. And not through the eyes of the media and what they want us to see and what they want to portray about certain places, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I never knew that, um, like, just speaking of Black culture, I never knew that the first set of cowboys were Black men. <laughs> black men and women. 
it's like they only show, you know, like the, the Texan Rangers and they got their boots on and all of that shit. He's like, okay, they're doing a lot. But then when they show like black people in these areas and in these spotlights, you'd be like, damn, everything really do come from us. Because mm-hmm. my sister asked and it was like, it's a group of black cowboys. They in Oklahoma. I say, well, God damn, I need to be on the horse. Where y'all learn how to ride? <laughs> I need to pull up to wherever y'all at in Oklahoma with these boots on. And I'm getting me a, a, some some jeans with the little spurs. All of that. Because how y'all doing? Y'all be riding horses for real? That's crazy. Like, I, I really want to <laughs> I want to pull up on the horse. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> be like, sheesh. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to visit. And even down to, even down to like when, with like, I, and I, I think that another part um, of that's kind of missing from Black culture is we don't see ourselves in a lot of different spaces, right? So mm-hmm. as far as like um, plants, we never really saw ourselves like uh, with a lot of different plants until COVID happened. And then people, you know, they had to find different hobbies. Or we never saw ourselves, well, we never really see ourselves in like gymnastics or um, like swimming competitions and all of those different things. And I think it's because white people, I hope Spotify don't get get us for that one, but um, because white people have managed to gatekeep so much. And now that black people are, are really like opening up different doors, I know that I know that the reason why they've held us out of those spaces is because they know when we get into them, we're going to dominate what's happening. Oh, for sure. So I think that by adding those different things, that's also adding on to Black culture because it's not just music videos and like you said, just the sweet candy yams and dressing. And, you know, like it's now we're getting to see ourselves in different lights. Yeah, I agree. And that's what I do enjoy about this generation is that we're we are in a space where we're more willing to try more and do more and discover more for ourselves like growing up you did see there was always that one aunt or friend of an aunt that had all the plants in her house you know what I mean and mm-hmm. then it was like it's weird in here like <laughs> it's weird in here she got incense burning and it's plants all over the place and she burning sage why her house smell like that because it's sage burning like you know what I mean They're, those people were weird to us growing up or taboo and we're like this this is weird where's where's the regular house give me the noodles I don't want what you got going on here (laughs) and now it's more so we're embracing the differences that we once thought were taboo or weird and all that kind of stuff and that's what I do enjoy about this generation is that we're going to therapy we're doing the things that aren't the usual you know what I mean we're not too much caring about how other people think about us if we want to have 10 plants in one space we're gonna have 10 plants in one space we're talking to our plants we're you know naming our plants all that kind of stuff we're drinking the teas and all that good stuff in this this new generation and it's more talked about like I do love that and if this helps our our, us black American culture evolve that would be beautiful you know what I mean if we can have something that we can stand on and define our culture and that's great but maybe and this just came to me right now but maybe there is beauty in having an undefined culture maybe that gives you the space and the freedom to tap into things and be multifaceted you know what I mean so maybe mm-hmm. maybe there's a catch to that maybe it's not the view that I've always had it maybe we're not lacking maybe it's an abundant culture if it's not defined if we're not put in a box so yeah it just looks different 
Yeah. You know, because like you said, we're not riding around with our flag rose hanging out the window. And at this point, I'm about to go create one. Um, right. <laughs> this is my <laughs> Chicagoan flag. And so, oh, you know what? I might just do that. Hmm. Yeah, this this is, this is my Californian flag and just start <laughs> selling those. Do you want one? <laughs> like, <laughs> Send me one. I, t- I need a flag. <laughs> but no, I think that having this conversation definitely put me in a different space and, and allowed me to see that there is beauty in being undefined. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for you. Thank that's you. the point of, well, let me not say that that's the point, but that's one point, I believe, of the podcast um, because oftentimes we don't understand how healing talking can be in conversation. And when we have it, it's just so eye-opening, like, damn, I hadn't thought about it that way. Or, hmm, you're right, maybe I can look into this, you know? So I think that's the, that's one of the, the beautiful things of podcasting. You can talk your thoughts and stuff out. No, I agree. Come on. Black Americans are the shit. And um, I don't like some of the stuff that's happening today. But outside of that, we really have done an excellent job of creating something out of nothing. I agree. Um, and again, 35, I'm going to be in Africa. All right. Natural hair brown dark skin glowing all of that yep I'm going to be in Africa um, okay real quick before we move on have you ever watched Snowfall yeah okay um, I'm sorry I didn't get on a Snowfall train until about 8 months ago so that's and why you I loved it when you got there yeah just absolutely <laughs> loved it um, I was like man this is my shit but I love the um, I love how at the end of it how they went and lived in Africa and how when he came back, you know, he was trying to like put them on and they was like, get that stupid shit out of here. Okay. <laughs> Don't be ignorant. <laughs> but I just <laughs> like, I just love it. And I think it, it connects so well with, uh, like you said, like today's times or whatever, just doing different stuff. Yeah. And understanding that although it's different, that doesn't make it bad. It's just different. Agreed. Um, yeah, I love that for us. Me too. Me too. So I guess we can, this is a short episode, but that's okay. I guess we can go ahead and move over into our, uh, since we're being honest, segment of the show, unless you have something else that you wanted to offer. Nope, I don't have anything to add. I'm going to leave it with my uh, epiphany (laughs) and move on. Um, uh, Since we're being honest, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, you can go first. Um, since we're being honest, I feel like um, I've been really noticing like the small things, the small things that are abundant in our life, especially today. We had a couple of things going on and just things just kept working out in our favor and working, working, working. I'm like, this is truly what an abundant life looks like. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not literally about the size of your bank account it's about all these small things with you know and just things that are coming together and working out for the greater good like so I'm really proud of myself that I'm able to recognize these moments and actually call them out so I'm really proud of myself (laughs) 
I love that for you because oftentimes we we focus so much we focus so much on unnecessary stuff where it really does take you away from paying attention to your everyday life and a lot of times you are living in answered prayers and manifestations Mm -hmm. like you know the life that you're living in is beautiful as it is what J. Cole says no such thing as a life that's better than yours Yes, and I'm gonna get that tatted on me. Love yours. They, I'm getting it tatted on me. You getting it tatted this weekend? No, not this weekend. I have a tattoo appointment on the 15th. So and this is tatted. a, this is like a legit one. Not with, not with the scammy shit, right? No. So, my tattoo artist from LA, um, his daughter moved out here a couple years ago, and he had been working to like working to build up to so where he can live in like you know a month in LA a month in Georgia and he finally got it and he's been out here for about like four months now so yeah no more scams (laughs) getting tatted (laughs) no more scams (laughs) wiper no swiping (laughs) so tired of these Atlanta scammers Jesus oh my god I love that for you Thanks, great. <laughs> Let me see what I got. Hmm. Since we're being honest, um, I've been in just a real rut and I've been very moody and very irritable. So I said, you know what? I am like going to start basically curating a list of everything that I'll have within 12 months from the day that I wrote the list Mm -hmm. and I I even went so far as to go on Amazon and make like a housewarming list because next year I am moving um I'll be staying in Houston I don't think I said that on the project podcast but I'll be staying here so I made like a housewarming list of everything that I that I deserve and everything that I want um I made um, an apartment list of all of the places that I'm going to start touring I said that I'm I'm going to stop waiting until I feel like I'm I'm financially ready or until like or just until I'm I'm mentally ready to to start looking at stuff. I'm going to start doing it now. So that way I can show the universe that, hey, um, you know, I'm preparing myself. I'm clearing out this space so that way I can wheel it in. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I've been manifesting and writing down everything that I have in 12 months. Well, I love that for you. It's the do it anyways mentality. Like, I may not be here, but I'm going to do it anyway the universe that I'm doing my best or to you know further propel yourself into that space so I love that I'm happy for you and I cannot wait to cross off the list a year from now thank you babe got 12 months to get it together okay so what you got for the upcoming week to bloom I'm off for the next 11 days from work. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Reset and prep for the remaining of the year in this time. So I'm off from tomorrow, the 25th, to the 5th of September. So, yeah, that's my plan. Those are my goals. When I come back from my little trip, I'm going to reset organize and prep for the rest of the year um just so i can be in the the right headspace to 
continue my discipline with my projects that I've been working on. Oh, I love that for you. The joys of working for a startup company. And right. they really believe in work-life balance. They do, <laughs> for real. They do. Ooh. How well, do you see what I got? Hmm. I am going to be open to this new job opportunity. I start on Monday, so the 28th. Uh, and I'm not going to get in my head about it. <laughs> I am going to go into it with a positive mindset and just let the universe do what it does. So that's what I'm going to do to Bloom. I'm going to go into this new job with a positive mindset. Because I'm not going to lie. You know, it's been three months since I clocked into anywhere. So I'm trying to get out of my head because maybe... Ooh, having that freedom of not having to answer to nobody. <laughs> just like, ooh. So, yeah, trying to shake that off, you know, and understand that this is for right now. Everything is a stepping stone. Absolutely. Well, I love that for you. I feel like it's going to set you up for success, especially with, you know, doing your list, curating your list and still moving forward, regardless of what state of mind or being that you're in, so proud of you happy for you can't wait to revisit and see where you're at in 12 months thanks babe you know i'm gonna get on here and talk my shit don't worry i'll have something for y'all next week (laughs) Um, (laughs) about how it's going i'll let y'all know Uh, so you well thank you guys so much for listening to another episode um we release episodes every sunday so please feel free to share the podcast Listen to the podcast multiple times, leave comments, um, rate and review. I just took your job, but uh, rate and review. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and where can they find us, babe? They can find us at Black Girls in Bloom Pod on the gram. And yeah, thanks for listening. We love y'all. Bye. Bye, babes. <laughs>